I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have uh, Friendship Girls Basketball on the air tonight uh, at Double T 97.3, or on Double T 97.3, rather, as they take on Cooper. Uh, followed at 7.30 by the Friendship Boys Basketball team, also taking on Cooper. Um, on 100.7, the score will have NBA Basketball. Uh, the Cows versus the Seven Burrs. I've been a huge Cows fan. Yeah, uh, I'm just going off one. of what uh, what it looks like, what it reads as. Uh-huh. Clearly, it's Cavaliers versus 76ers, but uh, yeah, um, McGuire can't can't write. Hey man, don't crap. knock Moo Nation. We've been around for a while in the NBA. I don't even. I have no idea. It's like an upside down Y in the friendships. It's just a disaster. Uh, Love to get your thoughts and comments today on the EH Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com. Dr. Mike Gustafson will uh, be joining us shortly. Um, and I tell you what, he better have uh, some kind of drive through snack for us. There's a McDonald's right there. Better be. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know what... Uh, I just knew that he was in a drive through We don't know what type of drive through Well, I'm assuming McDonald's because I think the McRib is back. So... I thought he saw that. And well, just he, he ordered ahead on the app. Okay. Uh, so that that might narrow it down. I don't. I don't know if like Burger King has an app or anything, but either it, way, it is crazy though how many things that I wouldn't use an app for do have an app. Most of them are fast food places, though. I feel like that's got to be you order it and get it as fresh as possible. I've become very uh, like hooked on ordering the groceries with and then picking them up. Oh that's, yeah, that's the best. That that is Jetsons to me. Like I, you can keep flying cars if I can just keep doing that, I'll be in good shape. Um, I've got a lot to talk about today. We have uh, I've got a story for you, gentlemen, and I, I'm going to save it until Gus gets here, whenever that is, because I think that he'll probably appreciate it on some level more than you. Although you'll appreciate it on some level more than him. It'll make sense when uh, when I tell it. Uh, we have an interesting story today from Ross Dellinger uh, about the future of what college football, or at least major college football, will look like or could look like. And here, here's the teaser. The, the schism, right? The split, the reality of, of pay for play. I feel like for a while we've kind of thought that would be way out in the distance, 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 distance. Um, but it's probably going to be here before you know it. And so we'll we'll chop that up um, on the program today. Of course, we'll talk some Texas Tech football. Gus is here. I don't see any extra bags. I see a lack of fries. No yield in any ways. Although you were right. 
I knew it. It was. There's a McDonald's I right you there. Guys some tofu burgers. That's what you like, right? Tofu burgers. Look at Clint. He's never been more I mean, disappointed I, in me. I would eat the bread. I mean, I, if, if it had like mayonnaise and cheese, I'd, I'd eat that. But I'd, I'd throw the tofu part away. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't even know what a... Just, ma just bread, mayonnaise, and cheese? Yeah, what's wrong with that? I guess it's a grilled cheese. It's just a, it's an uncooked grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, the uncooked it's a, part. It's a natty yeah. grilled cheese. I have a problem with it being uncooked. Hey, so... Uh, I have a story for you. But I have to um, do a little bit of research before I... Okay. I might have forgotten. Okay, here we go. Have you heard of Bob Watson? Yeah, the old baseball player. His GM. Yeah, yeah he scored like the millionth run in he baseball did. history yeah. or something like that. Started his career with the Astros. Yeah. Um, played Solid. with him from yeah. 66 through 79. He's in, in the franchise. Astronomous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's in the franchise's Hall of Fame. Yeah, I can see that. Not an amazing all-time player, not an MLB Hall of Famer, but a good player, two-time All-Star. Um, he uh, he bounced around a little bit later in his career. Mm -hmm. After the Astros, he spent like one season with the Red Sox, and then he was with the Yankees for a couple of years. And then in 1982, 1982, the New York Yankees traded him to the Atlanta Braves for a triple-A uh, pitcher, right? Okay. That triple-A pitcher, Scott Patterson, who, no, I, I don't expect anybody to know who he is from a baseball standpoint, but he would go on to uh, become an actor and, among many other roles, plays Luke or played Luke on Gilmore Girls. Really? How about that, dude? That is cool. He was in Little Big League. Uh, he was in a couple of Saw movies. Um, you know, he's been on a bunch of TV shows, including Gilmore Girls. But, uh, yeah, how about that? That's very cool. I had not heard that. Very nice. What was the uh, – you you talking about the uh, – it's not Little Big League. It was one of those other kid sh kid kind of baseball movies. Angels the, in the Outfield. Maybe. The, uh, the, 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 the player who's – the mom in the show and in, in real life mm -hmm. her uh kid debuted for the cubs this year wow angels if that's the right one or what was the one with the kid that played for the cubs and he had that uh yeah, the, the rookie arm, of the, the year of the there we year. go i yeah. think it, i in fact Fantastic i think that's movie. it i think that's it and i think uh the, which is Furthers the uh, irony of this story because her son, Pete Crow Armstrong, played with the Cubs this year and made his big league debut. Like a good player. I'm going to find this. Dang it. Dang it. Uh, throughout the program today, we'd love to hear what you have to say on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double T 97.3. You can also weigh in. Uh, well, double T ninety seven three dot com. Sorry, I forgot that very important part. And then uh, you can also weigh in through the double T ninety seven three mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Did I buy you enough time, or are you still looking? Little Big League. Yeah. Okay, yeah. What's she that? was, uh, and then her son is. Yeah, she was the mom in that show, and uh, 
and then her real life son pete crow armstrong was selected 19th overall in the 2020 draft and made his debut this september like i mean like the you play the mother of this baseball player thing and then and she kind of got out of the acting game to raise the kid and then he becomes this baseball player like what a how star-crossed uh more tech talk next It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double D 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and with Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6. Would love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Someone asks this, what is Gilmore Girls soap opera question mark it is a uh, long-running television show that uh, was on the cw for a long time um it ran from 2000 to 2007 there were seven seasons and then i guess like a follow-up maybe netflix movie or something 153 episodes and uh i've i've never sat down and watched an entire episode but the wife and Clint, I think, is the same way. The wife has watched it so much over and over and over again over the years that I feel like I have a pretty good handle on the broad strokes of the story. It is it is her comfort show, or one of them, like, handful of comfort shows that has been restarted a bunch. And like I told you guys, like, it just recently started back up in the house like a couple weeks ago, and it never fails. The cold front... <laughs> It's like flying south to the winter, but all of a sudden I it's start like, hearing that theme song around the house. It's like when you have that, that knee pain, you know it's about to get cold, and that's that's yeah. the Gilmore Girls. Uh, this is from Duffin Houston. What is the new recruiting news that Zach is tweeting about? Uh, so Zach Kitley has um, kind of hit the, uh, the bat signal, so to speak, on Twitter. I don't know that it's been announced yet or reported, um, but once that uh, one of those two things happens, uh, we'll share it with you. Um, but my guess is it's for 2025. Yeah, I would think so. If it's a, yeah, it could, because the, you'd think the high school group is probably put together by now. Yes. And portal stuff is not yet. Right. Not. Now they probably, I mean, let me just put it this way. I, I think that across college football, there are probably some staffs in some places that have a pretty good idea of who, or at least some of who they will land in the portal, right? Um, even though that stuff isn't like official yet, it's kind of like NBA free agency, some right? Back channel stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's amazing how some of those deals are announced right at, you know, twelve oh one. Yeah. Um, this on the H Flooring Center chat line. My wife rewatches Gilmore Girls just like y'all's wives. Yeah, it, it just must be a certain it's a wife thing i guess you know my dana's watched it my wife has watched it but the the one i've caught watching it recently is my daughter which you know it's it's before her time she would have been would you say 2000 2007 she would have been like birth to seven years old but you know she's i walked through the living room maybe three or four weeks ago and she was in there you know doing that deal and i was asking all the questions like all right what do we got here and 
you know caught just enough of it did a little wiki thing because i remember it did a little wiki, wiki thing wiki and, wiki yes let's got, get it on got some got some okay this one's trying to get into yale and you know this one's divorced or whatever all the stuff the the, the worst thing is is it's uh like I, I see it all and i i see the lady i'm like oh that's the lady from all the the 10 shows after that mm-hmm. like not knowing that oh no it all started with gilmore girls Somebody else says, my girlfriend and her mom are obsessed with that show. I can't stand it. Um, this in the chat line, Kitley does not need to be recruiting anyone. He needs to be shown the door, exclamation mark DPI. Uh, okay. I mean, I I don't agree, but uh, thank you for texting. Uh, someone else says, Lauren Graham is attractive. Um, Confirmed. Tater says this, wow, Gilmore Girls, Vampire Diaries, and Gossip Girl on the wife's constant playlist. You know, my wife will do that with Vampire Diaries up until a certain point. And she says, this is when it gets weird. And I just don't, I didn't like it after this. So she'll just kind of start over from the beginning. I don't know that she's ever seen Gossip Girl. Um, That's one on my, I'll have to, my wife is in on the Gossip Girl. I'll have yeah. to check in on Savannah, that. Savannah, yeah. and, and I know Savannah. I need to, I'd have to get some clarity on that from my wife. But I think Savannah's done the same thing there. She's, that's the other one. It's like those two seem to be, I actually wanted to uh, when I, I was trying to wa- wanted to watch the deep or uh, watch the boys, and if you've watched the boys before, the deep is on Gossip Girl, so it was like to get her to watch. It was like it has a Gossip Girl character on there. Um, who, who was just my Lauren Graham? Mm-hmm. Like I remember looking this up. Now I'm googling her, but she, Lauren Graham and I are almost exactly like within a, like six weeks of each other age wise, and she, she this was an interesting little. Uh, nugget here she was a uh she has a degree from a southern methodist university how about that masters big acc fan <laughs> for moving to texas in 1992 she earned a master of fine arts degree in acting performance from southern methodist university undergraduate from bernard college of columbia university not fake ivy right where do you draw the line at fake ivy like cornell dartmouth what's your i mean what's I your think, bottom what's your uh, I mean, uh, brown isn't it like brown dartmouth for sure um cornell probably uh brown probably kind of iffy on pen just kind of depends on when you ask me okay <laughs> okay so right now so good on <laughs> at this moment pins they're okay pins sitting pretty because they beat villanova and we play them tomorrow that's that's what AD's got. That sounds like over there. the recruiting news is about a 2025 offensive uh, player who has been, I guess, offered. So I like it. Someone Hopefully at this is. point, right now, if if you're getting commitments for the next year's class from players that you've already offered, th- these are people that y- you really want, right? Mm-hmm. That, that you didn't need to see any kind of. Top of your list. Spring film, or we don't need to go see him and check him out and kind of make sure or that you feel really good about adding to your class. And so in, in, any kids that you get early, any prospects rather, w- no matter what they're ranked right now, that's so pointless. Um, it's a big deal. And just, so excited to kind of see what uh, what ends up happening here. Just give me a big road grader. I don't care. Yeah. Fullback, tackle, just a that's not what you said the other day. You just go out and get a tall, majestic, beautiful man. Hey, tall, majestic, beautiful could be six seven two ninety five. Road grading. 
right? Uh, this and the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, two words, Dawson's Creek cringe. Oh. Uh, Dawson's this, Creek's another one where the like that that show seemed to spawn about seven acting careers. Yeah. Uh, somebody says this single dad with a ten year old boy, all football and five nights at Freddy's. No clue about those other shows. LOL. Hey man, yeah, you're doing it right there. Um, Raiders dad says this. Uh, Lauren Graham looks infinitely more attractive than you, Gus. I know the six oh. the extra six weeks of wear and tear that I have oh, on my body. Whoa. <laughs> hey, oh. I, hey, I agree. I mean, if I took my shirt off and she took her shirt off, I'd be way more interested in her shirt off. I could be showing my buttocks. <laughs> what kind of shirt is that? <laughs> I don't know, but it's laying on the floor. Is that is that cotton or is that polyester? <laughs> Where did you get it? Hand it to me. Let me look at your shirt. <laughs> is that from Ross Dress for Less? <laughs> I saw something similar at TJ Maxx. That reminds me. I need some acid wash overalls. You know, we need to go way back to June 2022 and my infancy on this show. It's been a minute since it's I... It's around the ankle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I guess I know what uh, rejoinder I'm playing next. That's right. Thanks, guys. You, uh, that the the, uh, yeah, that's right. And I still like beer 18 months later, so... Uh, coming up, we will break. Did you see this? The article from Ross Dellinger this morning about the uh, the immediate future or the not so distant future is perhaps a better way to put it of college football. No, we will discuss it. the The future is barreling toward us all. <laughs> That's coming up next on Double T ninety seven three. This one's trying to get into Yale. podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hello there. How you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until six o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. So, uh, Ross Dellinger had an interesting article today. He covers college sports for Yahoo Sports. And um, he talked with Maryland AD Damon Evans. Now, Maryland is not some kind of athletic powerhouse. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, whoa. Um, but they're in the Big Ten, right? They they have a seat at one of the big tables. Yep. And, and he is certainly privy to a lot. And um, he he put out there vocally on the record what apparently has kind of been um, privately whispered for a while. And that is that within five years, let me say this again, within five years and maybe even sooner, the Power Five Conference as we know it, that structure will operate, and this is a quote from the story, will operate from under a new governance structure that features an athlete, I'm sorry, features an athlete revenue sharing model. Which is not to say that they'll move outside of the NCAA, but the NCAA is going to be acting entirely different. Don't know what it looks like. Right. Because he compliments, he compliments Charlie Baker. Right. And says he's the right leader for this. And so it's, 
you know, whether he is or not, I don't know, but it's not necessarily to say that, you know, cause there's been a lot of sort of doomsday predictions of people that are going to jump out, give the double rods, to the NCA and create their own. And that may still happen, but I, that's not what is necessarily being predicted here for what that's worth. This is Evans again, Maryland AD, his quote, uh, I do believe five years from now that we will be at a point where we are sharing revenue with student athletes. Um, and I don't think that's, uh, I don't think he's standing on an Island no. with that. I, I think, uh, and I, I think that would be something that's probably reflected here locally. You know, I don't, I don't think Texas tech leadership would, would be, you know, in, in some way, shape or form complete 180 from that. I think, I think they would all be speaking I, I think, in the same direction. I think there. if you are leading an athletic department in the power five, and you are not actively planning for this and uh, budgeting for this down the line and making plans for this, then it's you're, you're committing malpractice. Right. Like you're, you're not doing your job. You, your head is in the sand. I mean, th- th- this is coming. It's not like a hypothetical or, hey, you know, this could happen. If No, it's it's coming. And get ready. Uh, there's there's a case right going through the court right now um, that – is seeking billions of dollars in damages in in retroactive nil and broadcasting revenue payments um and you know depending on how that goes if there's a settlement every fbs school every fbs school might have to cough up five to ten million dollars to kind of chip in for their bid at this and so if if you're halfway listening and not really comprehending this, this isn't about this. This is a this conversation has two directions to it. If you're putting it on a timeline, not only are we talking about this is what the future is going to involve revenue sharing. This isn't a lawsuit that's just going to set forth a a day in which revenue sharing is a reality. This is a lawsuit in which they're going back for some damages. And that's the that that's the part that's a little bit uncertain because you know folks might be again if if you went to an athletic director and say hey you are you prepared to budget five million a year for this or ten million a year for this in twenty thirty um they may all say yes and that may be something that they can wrap their brain around but this is okay what about the I would call it dead money. It's not really dead money, but what about money that's you're about to be assessed that is back pay? And I guess that would mean, you know, an athlete who participated in 2017. I don't know how far it goes back. It sounds right. like 2015, maybe. I don't know the the date that's mentioned. I don't know where where it's going. Maybe it just has to do with the lawsuit that a a single individual has, has brought who participated from 15 to 18 or whatever. I don't know, but there's, there's, I doubt Mike Gustafson, 1989 is going to get $7 sent to him for all those baseball games I played. And so, I mean, this is, if you are Boise state, right? If, if you're Liberty, if you're Memphis, if you're USF, if you are San Diego State, right, and and you you want to compete at that level, you feel like you belong. I don't. 
I don't know if there's going to be an avenue for you to kind of opt in, right? Um, and, and I don't know how how um, separate, right, or, or how big those barriers will be. Like, you know, lots of, a lot of details still to be hammered out, really all the details. But, like, if, if you... Because fundamentally, this is not about like, hey, some some stipends, right? right. Some cost of, of attendance. This is, you know, we're broadcasting these games on television and our athletes are getting a cut, right? And some of these schools won't be able to do this, right? But Boise State, can they afford that? I, I mean, North Texas, I would imagine can't. UTEP, I would imagine cannot. Rice would not be interested in that. UTSA, I mean, I don't think that they have that kind of money. Um, so what what does that do to the group of five? Are they just completely and further separated? You know? Um, and, and another part of that, too, is how does that affect recruiting and the transfer portal? Because right now, right, if, if I'm some kind of mid-tier power five quarterback, but I don't have a starting job, I can go transfer down to Memphis, to UTSA, to, to SMU, at least right now. And play and have a good time, but you know, it's six years from now that might cost me a bunch of money. Yeah, some opportunity cost. Yeah, yeah I mean, th- this is going to, I think, because right now, right, right now with NIL, I-, I think that we all know intellectually that th- these guys are getting paid. They're either a team wide deal or they have a separate deal, and the same for college basketball, but. If you just if you woke up from a ten year coma, and and sat down on on, uh, on your sofa and watched college football, you really wouldn't know the difference, right? I mean, the the game is still the same. Yeah. Your, the the schedules are start are largely still the same, conference realignment notwithstanding. But you know, if, if there's this bigger separation between the power conferences and the non power conferences, are they even playing anymore? Boy, it's you know, and it's it's easy to see a, and I'm not saying this to pick on them, but it's easy to see a, a an AAU private like Rice step away and be probably pretty content with it, you know, in a sort of university Chicago like move, sure. like hey, we're How about Stanford, yeah. Well, that would be the that would be or the Cal. much bigger one, yeah. Um, that that a uh, yeah th- those would those would be the much bigger ones and you know you, you you know you start looking at Vanderbilt and some of those now you know where at that point you're talking about where is a separation coming? More tech talk next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today from the first United Bank studio here with you until 6 o'clock. Would love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll have a friendship basketball girl boy doubleheader beginning at 6 on Double T 97.3. Girls up first against Cooper and the boys will follow also against Cooper. Hey, Claude, are you on that call tonight there, big boy? Yep, Joyce and I will be on the call, live on location. Nice, you're about to head out of here, right? 
Uh, yeah, in about an hour or so. Mm. Yeah. This on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Would each school pay their athletes from the school's sports revenue, or is this a national pool of money each school contributes to? Sharing the revenue with student athletes would basically allow schools like UT to pay student athletes directly instead of through NIL. How do we compete with that? So my my guess is my guess is that this would be um, like every school in the conference would pay the same, right? Because it would be relative, probably. Um, it would be relative to the conference's deal. Now, maybe, maybe there's not an appetite for that, right? Maybe the SEC and um, the the, SC, the the Big Ten and the SEC don't want to pay more than the Big Twelve or the ACC. I could see why they would want to, because it would. I would think it would give them an advantage in sure. recruiting. Um, but maybe they all agree. Let's all pay the same amount, and it's it comes out of our college football playoff money or something. Um, but I, I I would be shocked if there was a uh, a situation where a school like one school can decide what they pay. You know, no. I, my guess is that this would be collectively bargained, right? Kind of both sides would agree on kind of I don't know. It's it, it's going to be a mess, a lot to get through, um, but it's it's coming. Yeah, I don't. That, that, that's. I would think the variance. I mean, because nil doesn't go away, right? Right. And so I would think the variance is is there. In other words, there may be some way to collectively bargain a scale of pay, a percentage that Purdue pays and Texas Tech pays and whatever their athletes or right and and the, the you know the interesting thing here is or title nine how's that gonna you know how's that gonna factor in non-revenue sports that sort of thing or olympic sports whatever the phrase is that that'll be an interesting layer to all of this but um yeah nil a kid that a kid that's over here you know, with five million followers, like the the, the twin basketball players, right? Come out, the one the that committed to, twins, yeah. That com, the one that committed to TCU last week, you know, her capacity for NIL is going to be considerably larger than someone who's a uh, recipient of sort of a locker room, you know, locker room deal for twenty five grand. Well, and maybe this, you know, if if you're going to move to paying players right revenue sharing with players then there shouldn't be any further restrictions on nil in terms of hey you can't can't pay for play or it can't be an inducement i mean all, all that's out right like that that charade is over and done with um and so may, maybe your nil deals maybe your team-wide nil nil deals can be modified to include um you know bonuses for specific stat plateau milestones maybe it's b- different for position positions like hey if you're a quarterback probably get a little bit more money if you're a, a deep snapper then maybe you don't you know yeah like I, 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 th- there are way more questions yeah. than answers at this point um i think the the only kind of certainty is that at some point 
before 2030, you're going to be, um, the, you know, the college players that you watch on television on Saturdays will be sharing in the revenue television-wise. Um, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line, uh, what will happen to Oregon State and Washington State? Oof. That's that's a uh, literally a million dollar question. It could be about a thirty million dollar question. Um, I guess there was a uh, wasn't there some clarity offered to those two over the weekend or later late last week about um, over the next couple of years that they in fact do control. Um, when these schools left, they lost their position on the board of directors. Yeah. Yeah, they they won their they won the appeal or yeah. whatever. They won the initial case. They won the appeal. I'm sure it's being elevated again. Uh, so it's not like the end. But as of right now, um, the only two active uh, members of the Pac-12 board of directors with voting powers, et cetera, are Oregon State and Wazoo. The other uh, current members of the Pac-12 can um, attend those meetings. Um, they're supposed to be consulted, but ultimately deciding factor decision making is in the hands of OSU and WSU. Um, and they're in an interesting spot because for the time being, they've got a spot on the college football playoff committee, right on the, on the playoff board of directors. And those decisions have to be made unanimously. If we're going to do five and seven or expand to 12 or, I mean, whatever it might be. And maybe that structure changes going into the next contract, but at least right now they have some leverage. And so um, they can exact some kind of financial benefit for those two programs in exchange for rubber stamping whatever, whatever votes they want to get through. Um, but I, I'll be curious to know uh, the difference between revenue sharing and employee. You know, it doesn't sound like that's where we're headed with this. Revenue sharing is over here. Employee is over here. And uh, I guess one of the key elements to the employee word, the E word, is has to do with the medical care and some of that long-term health and access to some benefits that, don't seem to be a part of this revenue sharing model. That's a good point. This in the chat line, will the universities hold their ground and demand that athletes be students enrolled in school and making and make progress toward graduation? I believe competing athletes that are nothing more than paid employees would not go over well with most supporters. I could be wrong. I certainly have been wrong before. It's from Washed Up Guy. We'll get to that text um, after the break. Next on Double T 97.3. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments. On the H Flooring Center chat line at double T ninety seven three dot com. All guests appear via the Visual Edge IT hotline. Uh, so before the break, we had this question come in or this comment really from Washed Up Guy. Uh, he says this. 
Will universities hold their ground and demand that athletes be students enrolled in school and be making progress toward graduation? I believe competing athletes that are nothing more than paid employees would not go over well with most supporters. It could be wrong. I certainly have been wrong before. I guess my question for you, Washed Up Guy, is at, at its most fundamental level, what is the difference for you personally as a sports fan, as a college sports fan, um, watching uh, Tyler Shuck, who is maybe taking one online class, right, as part of maybe a second master's, right, or, um, you know, a, a sophomore offensive lineman who is taking a bunch of online courses, maybe has one in-person course as part of an inter interdisciplinary studies degree, right? For the most part at this level, not every player, but a good chunk of them are here for football, right? And they, they have every resource available to them in terms of tutors and aides um, and, and help with scheduling and all this stuff. And, and they're there to play football. And the degree just kind of comes with it. I think that the days of, and I don't know how old washed up guy is. I would guess by the nickname that he's not, you know, 22 years old. Hard to be washed up at 22, unless you're like a gymnast. If you're an Olympic gymnast, you're probably washed up at 22. But I digress. <laughs> um, you know, when I was in right. school... Yeah. Right, I, I would see these players in class. I would see basketball players in mm -hmm. class. I'd see them at the BA or at Holden Hall, um, you know, or, or by the English Building, or walking to and from class. And I'm sure that was the same with you. And heck, you Absolutely. were athlete. Oh yeah. I mean, you saw yourself in class all the time. Yep, no doubt. Um, but I, I think those days are gone, and I, I don't think they're coming back. So I, I, I guess I just don't really understand how much your enjoyment is affected by whether or not. Tyler Shuck has ever stepped foot in Holden Hall, I would bet all the money in my bank account right now that he's never stepped foot in Holden Hall. It, it, you and I have had this conversation or something close to this or maybe an adjacent, a cousin of this conversation before. And, and, and it does feel like um, there's something there in terms of it's, – it's like I don't know if it's – it's embracing more of the idea that I want them to be students or or if 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 it's us sort of turning away from the idea that we don't want them to just be mercenaries playing for the Lubbock Red Raiders as opposed to our university. Uh, you know, it's, it's like we want some shared experience, some uh, connectivity to them. Uh, but really in the last, you know, probably since COVID, unfortunately, over the, and I don't know that, that were it not for COVID, this never would have happened because I think we were drifting that direction as anyway, but uh, there's, there's less and less, especially for these guys in person attendance. Now that all, that can also vary due to degree plan and a, a, a senior, you know, financial planning major or something is only going to get to that class. You know, like there's the there's the guy that's got to be in there at ten o'clock Monday, Wednesday, Friday, as opposed to like you said, the sophomore interdisciplinary that can kind of 
has a lot more flexibility in their degree program at least in the earlier stages regardless there's there's you know some again i don't know if it's it's turning toward we we want them to all be students and happy fellow alumni or if we're turning away from the mercenary idea but uh it feels like to me it's it as i find myself agreeing with our texter washed up guy I feel like I'm turning away from this over here. I feel like I'm turning away from the idea of them as mercenaries. I want some connectivity. It, it you know, the the athlete experience has always been a little bit different, at, at the very least. Sure. And, and in some ways, you could say it's a lot different. Um, but I, I sure do like the thought of them loving this university as much as I do for with some idea of, of a some of common, common shared experiences yeah. you know that they that that when they graduate they're proud of it and maybe they go stand over there in line at the seal you know and happy mom and dad take a picture of them in their regalia and all that you know in, in a way that you know and, and the diploma and all that stuff is is on the wall and in a way that their that their pride extends to a common to a common ground other than the six times a year I would go to the football stadium and watch him. Did Pat Mahomes graduate? Um, I would think not. Although, you know what, dual credit these days, I don't know. You know who, I, I saw this today. In fact, AD, I sent it to myself just as I was walking out the door um, to, to head over here. But um, Buster Posey, you know, who had a really nice big league career for Bruce Bochy, um, uh, for the who you booing there, Bochi? No, the that was the Giants team that beat oh, the okay. Royals. I was just kidding. Oh, that's fine. I was making sure I was clear on that. But uh, yeah, uh, this this fall, Posey had been a three year guy. Naturally, he was one of the top picks in the 2008 draft and great career, probably borderline Hall of Famer. But he he re enrolled this fall because he's probably a semester or two away and. You know, and so those those things will happen. Michael Jordan did that famously, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. He didn't. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes didn't graduate. Yeah, and and this town is, you know, Kansas City Gaga South over him on yeah. Sundays yeah, essentially, right, right. and his name is on the on the stadium. And I, I think that every Tech fan, even if you hate the Chiefs like I do, um, you know, appreciates the heck out of Pat for staying so connected to Texas Tech. Yeah. And being integral to this Adidas deal, and still going to games, and going to games on the road, and going to basketball games, um, and and repping the double T, and so I just don't. I've never once thought, as someone who who watches these games, I mean, I wonder what their GPA is, or like, <laughs> like, and sure. I just think that the days of those shared connected experiences, and heck, yeah. like John Plefka, if if you're a Tech basketball fan, you probably remember that name from sure. the Bob Knight era. I, I roomed with him in in summer school, right? I, I don't think that that happens anymore. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.